Welcome, amazing people, to another episode of Behind the Human. I am your host, Mark Champagne, and it's my job to unpack the stories and mental fitness practices of people living at the top of their game personally and professionally. Today, I'm chatting with Kelly and Lauren, the hosts of Millennial Minimalist, a podcast on living simple, simply, I should say. Um, Kelly and Lauren are Canadian millennials and minimalists on a mission to inspire others to adapt a simpler and more intentional lifestyle. Lauren is the natural minimalist who has always lived simply, while Kelly is the minimalist adopter. I feel like this show is a, a ploy to get you to join the minimalism um, adventure, Kelly. Yes. Together they share their lessons and minimalist journeys to inspire others to declutter their lives and access and design their ideal lifestyles. That's what I really love about this intro is it's not just the physical things, it's really the whole um, lifestyle and design so i'm super excited to have you welcome to the show thank you so much yeah thank you so much for having us and we should probably provide a bit of perspective for everyone listening because we're all you know we're all hosts of podcasts that don't typically record in winter wonderlands that we're in right now which is super awesome so yes we should mention where we are right now yeah go for it yeah so we are actually at the canadian tire christmas house which is a really special place it's a beautiful place in toronto that's kind of decked out in all of canadian tires um christmas uh, stuff for the year and it's it's fantastic this space is it's 6,500 square feet, and it has this amazing podcast <laughs> studio, and we're lucky to be recording here today. It's, everything yeah. is lit up in Christmas lights, and it's so beautiful. It's, it's stunning. And it's, so for me, like my two loves of life, Christmas and podcasting, like I couldn't, I, oh. I just want to live in the house and I not leave, that. right? And I'm Lauren, big. I feel like you're in the perfect outfit today. She's just like all Christmassy, and I'm like, wow. It's my Christmas outfit for the season. I love yeah. it. I <laughs> exactly. Love it. <laughs> one outfit. It's this one. Exactly. It's <laughs> amazing. Well, thanks again for taking some time to chat and come on the show. Um, we're friends and yes. we share a lot of great stories and, and podcasting um, tips and best practices and all that stuff. So super fun to have this conversation. I want to br- go back to Florence, Italy, okay. where it all began, where episode number one um, came to life. So why don't you bring the listeners like, how did that all come up? From the beginning, well, it was one of those spare the moment trips. Lauren and I said, hey, like we were both at a point in our life where we're kind of a little bit lost, to be honest, to be quite vulnerable with our both of our audiences. We I personally felt a little bit unfulfilled in my career life and as a very ambitious individual, I was trying to figure out like what is distracting me? What is keeping me away from focusing on the things that I'm passionate about? And I quickly realized it was because of all the clutter in my life. Okay. And I saw how Lauren was living and Lauren has always lived simply and it made me realize that, hey, like not only do I have physical clutter, but I also have mental clutter. And you know what? I have a little bit of money saved up and I just need to get away. And Lauren was on the same page. We decided to go to Florence, Italy for a week. And the beauty of it is that we both brought tiny carry-ons. Lauren, even tinier than mine, of course. (laughs) Uh, But for me, it was like a really, really good test to kind of living away, to clear my, going away to clear my mind, but also bringing only a few items. And On that trip, and I, I still don't re- really remember how it came to be. I was an avid listener of podcasts. 
Lauren uh, was was starting a podcast where she was interviewing authors and she just we both combined our passion for podcasting but also living simply and we sure. decided on this trip hey let's go and record our first episode let's just try it out uh and yeah Lauren can go from there and we, where we recorded we, we recorded at the before the trip though like there was no was there discussion of a podcast I, did we discuss it I feel like Kelly would always talk about how She's like, oh, well, you don't own that much stuff. And I had just, <laughs> like, a, maybe a year or two prior, watched a documentary on minimalism. And I didn't even know you could define it. I just yeah. had lived that way. I didn't know it was a way to live. I just yeah. didn't want to own that much stuff. And she was like, that's me. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, this is me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but Kelly would bring it up. And then we had just always talked about it. And yeah, we, she, she was so involved in podcasting. And I had just gotten started with starting my own podcast and we just kind of came up with doing one on minimalism and I remember we were walking and I was like how can we like we're trying to figure out a name like what should we call it and we're walking and I'm like it has to do with our generation because I feel like our generation is as well as our parents generation but we're kind of the ones that are so bogged down by so many things like emotionally yeah um uh physically just everything and we can relate especially with our families our families love their clutter yeah they do <laughs> <laughs> um and then i was like yeah it's like it's like the millennial generation and we yeah. just thought of millennial minimalist so yeah she, you're actually the one who thought of the name lauren which, which is yeah, yeah. It turned out to be super catchy but but yeah no and we should also add that before we started the podcast lauren and i actually used to go into people's closets take their items and resell them for them so, oh, okay. so we help them declutter their closets and sell their items. Okay. So we did that for a little bit. So we had our first business together, which was really rewarding. And then we decided, hey, like, how can we collaborate on something else that involves minimalism, but also writing and producing? Lauren and I both love writing and yeah. we're both passionate about living simply. So it just sounds like everything was kind of coming together, right? All the paths were just and, and it happened to be in Florence, which is great. But, yeah. you know, that. You know, the work that you were doing together, the passion, all of that was just coming to the same kind of head, which is super cool. And something to add is uh, we actually recorded our first episode in the most beautiful spot in Florence, Italy, and we posted it on our Instagram. It's basically oh, the most beautiful garden you've ever seen. Okay. And Lauren and I, we like our night, we like nice things, but we said, oh, let's just go to the Four Seasons in Florence, Italy. Let's yeah. go for one cappuccino each. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just enjoy the beautiful courtyard. She started reading her her book on her on her phone, and I was just sitting there, just kind of taking it in. Yeah. And then we combined, and we said, "Why don't we just record right now?" Love we hadn't it. even planned. It's like, yeah, we just kind of did it off the cuff, and it turned out to be really good. And we kept it. It's our first first real book. original episode. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, there's something you, you and I have talked about this about just spending time in really nice places, and it's ironic we're in this space recording it, but like the Four Seasons and nice kind of hotels and whatnot, and, and you know everyone's at different places in life but I'm kind of the same thing as you like I'll go there and have a coffee right and it, like you don't have to go and have this crazy meal or be staying there and if you can't yeah. even better but you can still go and have the experience absolutely and that sure. is so powerful right um so when you mentioned the documentary I feel like we probably watched I feel like most of the world watched the that documentary around that time which is super interesting because you know being in the same generation as you as well like I'm also feeling it from a mental standpoint where our generation is really trying to unload 
right? And like, especially on the men's side too, because there's a lot of men actually talking about emotions and whatnot. There's men's groups and things like that. Um, how have you seen, like, where do you see minimalism today, even over the last few years as it's been evolving? Just to kind of set a bit of a benchmark on where we're at right now with things. I think right now, a lot of people, when they think of minimalism, they think of design. Yeah. They think of minimalist design and simplicity. And I think that we're going in that direction, specifically with design. But another thing people always think about is, oh, physical clutter, physical clutter. Yeah. And I think with Marie Kondo, especially, she's really kind of ingrained in us that hey, we should start eliminating or removing the excess from our lives so that we can start owning and living by our values, uh, owning those things that actually bring us joy. So I think people are familiar with that, but I I think that people are not, are unfamiliar with the fact that minimalism is more than those two things. It is about removing the excess so that we can design our best life Mm -hmm. and I love that because Lauren and I we like to we like to explain to our audience that minimalism really is a whiteboard it is a lifestyle template it is an opportunity for you to design your life and make you realize that hey like if you're unhappy with how your life is today you can start working on all those aspects of your life physical mental emotional digital and spiritual, all of those areas of clutter and hyper-focus on what you really want in all those areas. Okay. It's a massive challenge, yeah. but it's, again, it's, it's one of those things where I would say that I'm, if I were to define myself, your podcast is called Behind the Human. I'm just, I'm just everybody else. I'm just mm-hmm. everybody else in this world. I am our listeners. I'm just somebody on a mission to find greater fulfillment in my life. And I feel like minimalism, this lifestyle gives me that opportunity to do so. How do you start? Like, I guess just to give the listeners some, some help in getting started. Cause I love the concept of a whiteboard for your life. And, but there's an element there that I feel like you have to release or get, like you have to get to the whiteboard almost, or at least work your way there. So like, how do you even start the process and then build in, I guess, practices or mentalities to, to kind of keep it going and evolve it? Uh, well, for me, like Lauren inspired me to remove, to actually go into my closet and remove those excess items that I don't okay. wear anymore. So I started with the physical things. Yeah. And Lauren, as the natural minimalist, she realized, wow, I, I mean, you didn't really think of minimalism more than the physical things, right? When we began. Yeah, I never thought of it more than... But then I also didn't know that I was a minimalist until <laughs> yeah. I saw the documentary. But no, after I... Re- like, why not put it in every area of your life? Right? And then you kind of learned that you had mental clutter. And so do I, and I will admit Yeah, it. of course. And everything, it's, emotional we all do. goals, <laughs> like anything that there's excess in your life, you're... The more you can narrow things down, the better your life is going to be, I think. Yeah. I mean, we were we were chatting yesterday, and you had mentioned, Lauren, that you find that you can manage your mental stress better these days. Yeah. Like, something will trigger you, and you're like, oh, okay, well, is that right? Like, in a couple of minutes, yeah. you'll be like, okay, I don't need to worry about that. Well, yeah, things that would upset me before or I would dwell on, now, like, I'll still get that initial irk, but I'm like, nah, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you can let things go easily. Because minimalism does, it focus you, it forces you to focus on the essential. Yeah. And um, 
once you do that in all areas of your life, you realize how unessential a lot of things become. So yeah, so I recommend like for our listeners, if you want to start adopting this lifestyle, just start with the physical things, then move into thinking about, wow, like if you're, if you don't feel full, fully fulfilled in your life, you actually may have mental clutter uh, or emotional clutter, uh, clutter that maybe you haven't dealt with. And one of the biggest advantages of living this way is it helps you live more authentically, helps you kind of uncover all those masks that we all we all put on ourselves right to fit in uh to to please our parents all these things that we do and it helps you by removing the excess you're basically stripping away all those cover-ups you have over top of you or or wherever and yeah the beauty is you can live more authentically and for lauren the beauty is that lauren's lauren has two two beautiful personality she's very like she's she's very put together but then she also has this amazing hilarious funny comedian (laughs) side and and i'm like oh i wish everybody could see it and then finally lauren is now exploring comedy something that she would never have done before so how cool is that yeah it's very (laughs) nerve-wracking yeah i can imagine good for you i mean the, the stuff that comes to mind when I'm just hearing you two talk about it, it's because as you know I interview a lot of different people and their mental fitness practices and like the standard practices come out like journaling and meditation and breath work and all these things but the, the, like the theme or what's usually behind there that you guys just hit on which is beautiful because I think this opens up a whole other group of people to these practices is that micro pause in between reaction and you know most guests on the show have very he- or heightened senses of self-awareness, which it sounds like like that's been happening with, with you and it's happened with me just interviewing people. And But you're coming from, you're, you're getting to that with a whole different set of practices, which is so cool, mm-hmm. right? Just to show that, you know, as you're releasing things out of your mind and your physical environment, it just, I think for me, it just, it provides a clarity or provides, you know, space to operate, Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I love how you worded that. A lot of people don't even think to just take that pause with anything. You know, yeah. if you want to buy something, it's not, you don't step back and be like, do I need it? If someone insults you, instead of reacting, do you step back and be like, does it matter? Like that pause is actually so important in life. Yeah, it's it's the magic. Yeah, it's the magic. It's, I like that. And and I think at least what I'm seeing, the, the more you, you, you have these practices and the more you go about life in that way, the easier it becomes to see the pause and and then you just start it's just a snowball it just keeps going and going right and as our lives get so much more complicated and hectic the more necessary it is to implement these types of mental practices into our daily lives yeah totally and some people they don't even realize that they're not doing it they're just riding every single day and potentially in the wrong direction and it's so important just to take five ten minutes every day to just for yourself for some self-reflection whichever way you want to do that it could even just be by going to the gym or meditating whatever that be right so i think it's important that we all find that time but with this lifestyle lauren and i always talk about how wow we're constantly checking in with ourselves because this lifestyle you're hyper aware of how you spend your time your energy and your intention so in every moment sometimes it's oh you know especially with living more sustainably one of the minimalist values yeah. is being you know more living more responsibly for the environment so 
So yeah, so we both have reusable coffee mugs, but sometimes we'll forget our mug and then we'll feel guilty. We'll, we said this in our last yeah. recording. Oh my gosh, like is anybody looking at us yeah, with our yeah. paper cups? You know, we feel guilty. <laughs> but you know what? You, again, this lifestyle requires maintenance and a lot of self-discipline, but there's um, no such thing as um, perfect minimalism. Yeah. So course but what i love about all of that and, and i kind of experienced this last week i was in in brooklyn with the team and they had ordered in um like fresh fruit of some sort it was like a subscription and i they like we opened the box but it was full of packaging and you know like even a couple of years ago no one would say anything about that and yeah. the, the first comments out wasn't like wow this fruit is amazing it's like way too excess on the packaging like this is ridiculous and we're not going to order again type thing so it's 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 super exciting to see that i mean we have a long way to go obviously but you can feel the the change which it has a lot to do the first step yeah exactly lauren has mastered that well i'm i'm trying i once you watch video like i watched the youtube video on the girl lauren in new york who lives a zero waste lifestyle okay and after you see that you can't go back like you are aware of the waste you're creating and you know i mean yeah awareness is the first step and you try to make small um steps but It's good. I, I do find that a lot more you go out and they will give you 10 cents off if you bring your own coffee mug or even they're doing biodegradable vegetable bags at the grocery store. Like, at oh, least okay. we're, yeah. you know, and going towards And beeswax, something. plastic wrap, yeah. or beeswax wrap instead of plastic wrap. Yeah. So there's all these alternatives these totally. days, which is fantastic. And, uh, yeah, so... So yeah, so that's great. And I know that you also buy, Lauren, you also buy uh, only a limited number of groceries too, because... Yeah, I've yeah. gotten so good okay. with not throwing food out. Oh, like that's I'm, awesome. Yeah, like being just so specific. I usually just eat dinner, like I'll have something light in the afternoon, but I'm so specific with what I make for dinner and I don't throw food out anymore and it's such a good feeling. I mean, still sometimes I'll like flop a recipe. I baked muffins the other day and then turn out. Okay, okay. <laughs> today because don't you have like a it's like you have one garbage can or something at home like yeah i just have one under the sink so how does that work i still as a minimalist adopter i i have i have multiple but it's amazing (laughs) well i have my recycling yeah in the closet yeah and then actually you freeze your compost i know it sounds gross but that's what the lauren girl zero waste does in new york and then it won't rot or smell or anything in your place and you just take it out once a week wow yeah it's, that's interesting so if you have like coffee grinds or like fruit or whatever just put it in a bag in the freezer or biodegradable bag and then put it in the compost at the end love of the love it week or, so smart yeah it is smart otherwise you just get because it you can't just keep it in room temperature yeah yeah that's, yeah just a uh, last question on the on the podcast like what's i mean you, how many episodes are you in that like uh, just over, I think, 62. Okay, yeah. I was going to say 70. I'm projecting for Yeah, projecting. What's, um, any surprises? Like, just going through the process and interviewing people? Like, what's kind of s- stood out for you? Oh, absolutely. I would say I surprised myself in the sense that I'm so proud of how far we've come, first of all. Yeah. I mean, we started in summer 2018. And thinking of how much we've accomplished since then, it's pretty amazing. And how much we've learned about this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And... For me personally, I become so incredibly passionate about this lifestyle because it really does lead to a more joyful life. Yeah. And and I want to be able and I love the fact that we're able to help people. That's one of the 
biggest benefits of this this mm-hmm. whole thing. I mean, we interact with our listeners through our social media accounts, especially Instagram. And some of the reviews that we get is just amazing. And some of the stories that they share with us on how we've helped them, uh, not not just with their physical clutter, but when they touch on their mental clutter, it's just so rewarding. Some of them brought me to tears. It's just an amazing thing. Uh, and I think, I mean, I'm, I would say I'm, I'm a huge connector. I love connecting with people and I love connecting people. Yeah. And I think this is an amazing outlet for me to do so. So, yeah. Love so it. I think that was what was... The most surprising the big surprise um we interviewed a dating coach about okay. a year ago and yeah. it really like i was like i don't know how this relates to minimalism but she came and we had the best conversation for a couple hours and we were having a glass of wine and i just learned so much from her and i never expected to like talk to someone about dating and minimalism how to simplify the dating process so cool. it yeah. was amazing it was really good and She's like, you got to get out there and you got to meet people and you got to put yourself out there and just go on a bunch of dates and be yourself. And yeah, it was just so interesting to talk to her. Like you, it, it, that was the, my biggest surprise. I think that was the most fun podcast and just one I didn't expect to do on yeah. minimalism. Yeah. And her name is Natalia Juarez. Okay. She's been on Good Morning America. She's doing very, yeah, very well for herself. So she's good. actually a relationship co- coach, but also a breakup coach for better breakups. Fascinating. Oh, yeah, very, very niche subject. So yeah, she's she's fascinating and I highly recommend you look her up if you, if sure. you haven't heard of her before. She's amazing. So I think what's super cool about just being a host of a podcast, and obviously you can relate to this, is just especially if you're you're open to like you said, like new conversations and new thought processes yeah. or, or mentalities or mindsets, it's just it's endless, right? Like even even on the mental fitness side of things, like sound healing and things like, like things like that that I would three five five years ago would have been like that stuff is way out there right? right and the whole point of this show is to show that there's so many like ancient practices that um are super cool and backed by a lot of really great science but I think you have to be open to just take it all in which is mm-hmm. seems like from your journey um that's been one of the benefits obviously going down that path I do want to talk a little bit about emotional minimalism which you've both hit on um, and then get a little bit more into your personal practices I know you're both I think Kelly you started with the bullet journal and mm-hmm. Lauren you picked that up as well mm-hmm. and that's something I really want to touch on because as someone that journals quite frequently it I've never got into bullet journaling because mm-hmm. it always seemed like I need to be a creative director <laughs> and be so organized with the whole the whole system that it's it's actually scared me away a bit so why don't we just start there? Like, how did bullet journaling come into both of your worlds? Uh, it was actually a friend of mine, a mentor figure of mine. He he was showcasing this journal that he had, and I said, "Oh, well, what is that?" And he goes, "Oh, it's a bullet journal," and I had never heard of it before. So he was the first one to introduce it to introduce it to me, and then I grabbed the book, The Bullet Journal Method, by Carol Ryder, okay, who started who created the Bullet Journal Method, and fascinating book. I think you read it as well, Lauren. Yeah, that's really and good. and Lauren actually bought me a bullet journal oh, for the yeah. year, and I started using it, and it is amazing it's a game changer for me okay sure. everybody has a different way of organizing yeah. but basically a bullet journal is a way to organize your current tasks your previous and showcase your previous accomplishments and uh, basically uh, keep hold of your your future goals so okay. it is an analog system what I love about it is that 
you will never say, oh my gosh, where did my day go? Because you'll know where your day went because it is a collection of your work tasks and your personal tasks. Okay. It's a way to help you keep your word as well with your friends and your family. Because if yeah. you're, you're telling your sister, oh, I'll meet you there at that time, you won't forget because yeah. it will be there. I love, what I love the most about it is that you actually physically cross off each task, which That's makes huge. you feel accomplished. Yeah. accomplished. Another piece is that you can see what your day looks like. And originally, and this happened to Lauren, she was packing your day, saying, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get all this done in one day. And then we realized, wow, it's actually important for us to create some white space. Oh yeah, totally. And whether that and that goes into mental fitness, it's yeah. white space to relax our mind or white space to also exercise our mind, grow our yeah. mind in a way, right? Are we going to listen to an audiobook or are we going to meditate, right? So, yeah. and sometimes I actually have to force myself to take that five, 10 minutes because yeah. I'm a, worker, a workaholic at times. And so I say, even when I'm at my office, I have to say, okay, you're going to get up here in your in your little bulge it says five minutes to go for a coffee and i will literally make myself go even if i don't want to go because you have to do that everybody needs some you need that mental clarity yeah. it's so important um but on a deeper level i think that a lot of people they see mental fitness as oh you know i'm feeling stressed i'm just gonna go to take a yoga class because that will help me clear my mind and then they go back to work that's not solving the root of the mm -hmm. problem. That's yeah. the problem. You really need to think about, you know, what can I, what habits can I incorporate into my everyday so that I'm going to feel more relaxed throughout my day, yeah. right? Rather yeah. than how can I feel better in that half an hour and then go back to my stressful job. So Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And just having, you know, your week, your day, your month laid out in front of you, it makes you accountable for your time. It pretty anything you want to accomplish you can systematically create in your life like it's incredible for that if you want to get in shape or if you want to learn to play an instrument if you want to read every day if you want to get promoted you want to start a business like you can put into your day and organize your day exactly how you want to do it um i think that with the bullet journal too it's so individual like you cannot just there's no one system like yeah. for me i more have a calendar and then i have a general list of things i like to do every day and i like the calendar because not only do i know where i have to be on what days but i also know what i have to prepare for it's like okay for instance this podcast coming up on friday okay i gotta make my notes for this podcast um or if there's like an event coming up and you have to get a gift or just whatever it is you can yeah. see in front of you so you're not your life isn't as hectic um i think it's important too because you can actually look at your life and see if you enjoy your life like are you always just working and watching tv like are you doing things that you enjoy are you learning new skills are you like yeah. seeing your friends are you seeing your family are you exercising like it's so in front of you to um be like it's such self-awareness to have yeah. a bullet journal and if you oh, don't sold. and if you don't like the idea of an analog method you can also incorporate the bullet journal idea online as well like through your calendar mm -hmm. so okay uh, i highly recommend the analog version yeah. um because i think it's a good break you, yeah it's, it's a good break it's yeah. a really really good break i fill up my bullet journal every sunday 
for 15 minutes. Sometimes it's 10 minutes. Yeah. Quick fill up for the week and see what the week looks like. And we actually interviewed um, an amazing author named Hamza Khan. He wrote yeah. the bullet journal. Sorry, he wrote uh, The Burnout Gamble. Yeah. And he was talking to us about how he basically color codes his 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 bullet journal so that it's based on his energy output. So if he knows he needs to, you know, deliver a speech at the end of the day, he'll make sure that everything leading up to that moment isn't too, too strenuous on him, you know, isn't using too much of his energy so that he's prepared for that time. So yeah, it's really fascinating. So I I haven't started to color code, but I like what you said about how the bullet journal isn't one dimensional because it's not, it's, it's just like the minimalist lifestyle every minimalist lifestyle is going to look completely different. And that's why I love, I I actually hate it when people talk about minimalist misconceptions because I really want, I'm really hopeful that Laura and I can really break those because everybody's, it's just, it's basically minimalism is just a lifestyle philosophy that helps you get closer to designing your ideal life. Totally. Well, and that's what I love about your podcast is just, you know, if any, I'll link to this in the show notes, obviously, including that book, because uh, I think I'm going to read that yes. to try to get back into because uh, everything you just said really lights me up. So I yeah, feel like I, feel I like missed I something. Get back into it. Sometimes I'll like write a list and then I'll delete it. And I'm like, if I can't remember it, it's too complicated. Like I like a very simplified um, schedule. Yeah. And I have my morning routine and then I'll write and go to work and I come home in the evenings. I like to work on my comedy while I'm having a glass of wine. Yeah. So like that is just in my head. Yeah. So I, I don't like to have to write it down. But now that we're talking about it, I'm like, I'm inspired. And I oh my gosh. Do another one. And actually, I want to add on to what you just said. And I mentioned this in our previous podcast that a client of mine pulled me aside and he goes, the majority of us, majority of us we... We look at our list of tasks, we think about what's on our checklist every day, but we never really think about what's not on our checklist. Hmm. And I love that. Yeah, yeah that's powerful. Like, oh, that's so powerful. I was like, yes, it's so true. We need to we need to implement that a little bit better. So love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. And like I said, I'll link to it in the notes. Um, we have to get to the holiday season. I mean, we're sitting in the winter wonderland over here. And, you know, this is this podcast is going out right before all the crazy shopping, all of the um, time, whether positive, stressful, negative, whatever it is with with family and like eating and drinking. It's how did you describe it when we're downstairs, Kelly? Like it's the holiday of. Oh, oh, it's the holiday of excess. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love (laughs) I love that. So, I mean obviously having the two of you as as experts in this space like we have to talk about that and let's let's just try to talk about it in the sense of like little tips and tricks and maybe some prompts people can um, ask themselves as we're going through the season to maybe create those micro pauses so that we aren't loaded every evening when we go to bed (laughs) it can absolutely be one of those the time of year where you feel super stressed yeah. Like I have all these people in my life and I need to give them gifts. I need to give everybody a gift. I think it's also, I think it's really reasonable to speak with those people about, hey, you know, especially sisters and brothers and, and parents to say, hey, you know, what, what do you want for Christmas? And, or, or preferably, what do you need? What do you need in your life yeah. right now? And for me, I think it's okay to have an open conversation about, oh, you know, is there, why don't we set 
a limit, a price price limit for presents for each other. That way you kind of have an idea rather than thinking, oh my gosh, you know, if someone gives me a $100 gift and I have to give them a $100 gift back, you know, it's. I think it's okay to have that conversation. Yeah. Uh, I think it's also important to that you think about what those people in your life that you that you love really actually need rather than what they want because you don't want to feed the wants uh, so I'm always mindful of that and actually it's it's just the beginning of December but my dad sent me an email today saying hey you know do you think mom will like this and I said yeah I think she'll like it but she doesn't need it <laughs> <laughs> and and then he I got him thinking he goes you know what I think you're right you know and it, especially when it has to do with electronics and I think a lot of us are like this these, these days but my mom uh, I love her but sometimes she just she's on her iPad for so long she just loves her iPad it, yeah. you know if there's something to do with an iPad no Let's move her away from the iPad yeah, yeah, exactly. and let's do things that get her out connecting, you know, so. She's going to uh, get a bullet journal this season. Exactly. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love to gift her one of those. And uh, another thing I wanted to mention, so we actually recorded an episode last year on ho- the holidays and consumerism okay. and how we as millennials can really shift our our buying buying power yeah. uh, in a smarter direction. And millennials, as for millennials, we like to shop local. Uh, and as minimalists, we prefer high quality and ethical and sustainable brands. So those are things that I'm thinking about this year. You know, yeah. I want to buy local. I want to support local businesses. I, I want to support sustainable brands. Yeah. If I need, if I need, the, if I need a certain item, I want it to fall among those lines. And, you know, it's so interesting. So every single year, my Christmas list has, is become shorter and shorter and shorter. And this year is the second year that I feel I feel fully fulfilled in that area I mean if I can buy it if I need it I don't need anything really and it sounds cliche but I just want to spend amazing time with the people I love I really do and Lauren and I inspired by you Lauren you gave me you she inspired us to record an episode called the gift of 20 things okay which we recorded last year it was amazing basically and we're like, okay, so what should we get each other for Christmas? And we thought, well, why don't we just not get each other anything physical? And why don't we exchange 20 things we have learned from each other? Oh, cool. Including our minimalist lessons. So we're actually going to do it again for this year. Okay. Which I'm really excited. Uh, but it was super rewarding. Oh yeah, my God. it was amazing. I, um, how... I like this was a couple years ago, but I was yeah. dating guy and he was a student, and we just agreed that we're like, okay, we'll get each other a twenty-five dollar gift, and then we're gonna write up twenty-five things we learned from each other. Okay. And we're sitting at the Royal York drinking scotch, like <laughs> a couple hours before I took the train home for Christmas, and we like poured our hearts out to each other, and he's like, "This is the nicest thing that anyone has ever written to me," and like you, yeah. like these are things that are valuable. I still have the list. I'll probably have it for my the rest of my life. Yeah. And it's like beautiful and it's emotional and. It's experience. I, yeah, it's an experience. Like I feel like Christmas gifts get really tacky this time of year, and you get yeah. all of this stuff that you just come home with bags of stuff you you don't need, and then it just piles up in your closet and. Um, yeah. Unless you're gonna re-gift it or sell it, or and that's okay. Yeah, yeah which is completely fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we believe that if someone gives you an item, it's now owned by you, and you have the opportunity to re-gift it. Obviously, there are levels that we need to be careful. Sure. If your mom bought you a coat, you may you may need to keep it so she sees you wearing it. But yeah, yeah so but it's it's important to communicate to those around you that yeah, you know, this is what I need and. 
I don't need those little things. I love those little things. And it must be difficult. You know, I know, Mark, you have a son. So when people want to give your son toys, that must be, would you communicate to your networks? Hey, you know, we're, uh, yeah, yeah, we're pretty strict on like, we'll provide a list. And it's funny you say local, like even, I mean, he's really, I play acoustic guitar just as a hobby and he's really enjoying that. So I'm looking for like a mini miniature version, but like the decision process on that was like, I can get my, put it on my mom's list, but she'll probably just go to like a Toys R Us or something like that and pick it up. Whereas, you know, there's some local Christmas shops near where we live and like, let's try to find something local. So it's just, again, like that micro pause of asking those questions and he doesn't need all this other things, but that I know will light him up, for example, right? And he doesn't need like three guitars. You know? It's that sense of connection that you get out yeah, of that gift. Exactly. It's amazing. Like, I love that story with that yeah. guy you dated. I think that's the most yeah. beautiful story. My mom told me when uh, my brother and I were kids, my brother had this huge list of stuff he wanted for Christmas. And my mom was like, what do you want for Christmas, Lauren? And all my list said was crayons. That's awesome. <laughs> I've been a minimalist since I was like yeah, the third grade. You were born a minimalist. I love it. <laughs> Um, but I have so many tips and tricks for the season. I, I feel like with my family, we do Secret Santa. So yeah, it's we the do one it too. Where you, so we, everyone puts a gift, a wrapped gift in the middle, and you have to roll dice. and Or, no, sorry, you put a wrapped gift in the middle, and everyone draws a number. Okay. And then um, you can trade gifts or keep gifts. Or, oh, cool. And then by the end, you know, it was fun. Like, people got blankets or, like, hot chocolate or, or just chocolates or dessert or... Um, like hand soap, like things that were necessary and nice. Yeah. So unisex gifts because you don't know where it's yeah, going Yeah, it was to. unisex. Okay. And um, my nine-year-old grandmother was playing. She's like, I don't get it. Like, I get to trade my gift. I get someone else's <laughs> gift. But it's just instead of buying, you know, 15 gifts, you buy one gift and then you get to play a game with the family and it's fun. Yeah. Um, for girls Christmas like one of my sets of friends were we we're talking about a gift exchange and we're like let's just go for dinner like I don't want to just exchange yeah. gifts like it doesn't yeah. make sense um, and another thing pay attention to people throughout the year with what if they're like oh I, I love that like I don't know sweater you have or yeah. I was on a plane with a girlfriend last week and I have this neck rest that blows up so you can fold it and put it in your bag and she loved the concept of it so like make notes for those sure. things that people love or they want or even if they like tried granola and they're like oh this is the best granola I've ever had write that down so that at the end of the year it yeah. shows that you like listened to them and you paid attention and you bought them stuff that they really wanted and they loved yeah. instead of just aimlessly going into the mall frantically before yeah. oh yeah and just year. buying whatever yeah. buying whatever it's so dumb to yeah. do that it's just not intentional at all yeah. and this lifestyle is all about being living yeah. with intention I like that you said granola are you saying that because you know I love granola no, oh my God. <laughs> you're you gonna get granola, granola. it's a little bit of an obsession I should invent my own granola one day yeah you should 100% that's awesome <laughs> what about because the other thing that this time of the year is is quite notorious for is just the the you know the year is ending and a new year is starting so from a mental perspective just naturally a lot of us go through reflections right on you know what went well what maybe didn't go well and you know how do I want to kick off the new year do you guys have any type of practices that you do on a regular basis or specifically for this time of year to like get ready for 
that time. No, but I'm definitely feeling that wave of energy. And I think it's because we're coming close to the next year. Yeah. And I'm starting to ask myself those questions. What do you want for next year? Are you, are you moving in the right direction? It's almost, I actually feel a little bit anxious. Fair. Uh, You're human. And I think I'm feeling anxious because there's a new year coming and I should have all these ideas in place and I should, you know, for example, my bullet journal, I would say that I am 80% successful with it, meaning I accomplish 80% of what I put down for myself every day. So maybe I want to, I make a goal that when I write things down, I'm going to try and move that to 90%. Uh, again, this lifestyle is all about, you know, it basically supports flaws and imperfections. So it's okay not to be perfect, but I think I really, really want to change some habits. So I think it's important for me preparing for the new year to write down those habits that aren't serving me and figure out how I can incorporate those that are. And I know the whole idea of habit stacking. If I already have a positive habit in place, I can incorporate this new habit in there with that habit because it's easier to be successful at it if you do so. So, yeah. That's true. Um, I'm not like a New Year's Day type of goal setter. I'm more my birthday. Like, I feel like every time I turn a new year, I'm like, what do I want out of this year? What did I do the past year? So that's more of like a time of reflection for me. Um, I used to be the type that would like eat as much as I could and spend as much as I could and go as much as I wanted and then be like, I'm going to be like a new person in January, like the rest of the world, how everyone thinks. But I definitely don't do that anymore. I try to like be consistent and balanced in my everyday life now. And, um, like, don't wait till New Year's to start. Like, if there's something you want to get working on, you want to do it, like start the second you want to do it don't be like oh january 1st like if anything yeah the holidays are busy but you also get a lot of downtime like you get time off work and if you're traveling there's that time on the plane there's times at airports like this is time downtime that you can be putting into what you want to work on so don't like push everything (laughs) off till january 1st you have morning habit a morning habit routine that i admire i know let's talk about it she (laughs) wakes up every single day at six in the morning even on weekends. It's unbelievable. I'm a morning person. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. amazing. And <laughs> so yeah. 6am, but not only do you wake up at that time, you read, you have your cup of coffee, you exercise, you get those things done in the morning that are important to you. You're exercising your mind before you end your body before you start the day, which yeah. is what I aspire to be able to do. And you know what? I, I should also add that again, it is a big challenge, this lifestyle and having a bullet journal and accomplishing those tasks on your bullet journal but if you can have a if you have a friend who's also doing it it makes it so much easier yes yeah a bit of accountability yeah because i see you living the way you do it makes me realize okay yeah it motivates it motivates me so those around you should also think about and minimalism touches on that too think about are the people around you building you up uh, do they have the same mindset as you? Do they have a growth mindset? Yeah. So important to have people around you that support you. Uh, and if you feel like you don't have that circle of friends or if you're living in a new city, go focus on interests. Like, like find an interest in the city that yeah. you can turn into a passion and you'll meet other people that are also passionate about that. Just like Lauren and her comedy. Lauren would have never 
ever done comedy in the past. This yeah. lifestyle's inspired you to do that, and you also are meeting these fun people where you yeah, can be completely so <laughs> yourself, completely yourself, and completely vulnerable, and not care. It's yeah. amazing. But that's where I think like these these worlds start to like the whole physical and mental world combines, right? Because like people understand that okay, I need to get rid of the things that are no longer serving me physically, but then when it comes to relationships or uh, certain habits and things like that, it's harder to grasp that. And it's, it's you know, it's okay if that relationship is no longer, it, it's not to discredit it, right? Like mm-hmm. you're grateful for it, but maybe like whatever has happened, it's okay that that's no longer kind of a center point in your life yeah there are chapters and we there are chapters in life and we grow and we change and we can grow apart from people and it's sad it really Mm. is sad uh but you know what it's it's also an important decision because if that person's only bringing you down then that's not healthy and to be able to recognize that is an amazing thing i think for the long term i love it last question for you two awesome ladies what truly just lights you up right now? What's making you smile? Oh, so many things. Christmas. Yeah, besides this beautiful. <laughs> yeah, besides the place, right? Um, I mean, yeah, so many things. Like, I have recently started the comedy course. I mm-hmm. take it Mondays for three hours, and it's probably my th- favorite three hours of every week. We just get to stand up and make jokes and laugh about our lives, and I've met so many people, so... Even though it makes me really nervous and scared, it really does. I walk out of there with such a smirk on my face walking home. Like, I cannot take the smile off my face. So um, that really lights me up. And, yeah, I guess just the holiday season and, yeah, reflecting on the past year. and Yeah. I think connecting with people, too. Lauren and I, whenever we're with our group of friends, it just feels amazing. Like just being with a group of friends and feeling a sense of connection and laughing and all these things are so important. I, I realize that laughing uncontrollably lights me up. And so oh, if yeah, I can so true. if I can find that, I will I will chase it because totally. it's the best feeling in the world. What lights me up is being able to connect with you right now. I love these conversations. I'm passionate about minimalism. I'm passionate about helping people. So this podcast is what lights me up um, yeah. in a big way. And Lauren's, Lauren, like, love you. So oh, love Lauren you. pursuing comedy lights me up too. I just love oh, that. that's beautiful. Oh, thank you. So <laughs> awesome. Like, I'm so happy that you are pursuing something you're super passionate Don't about. Don't put the pressure on me. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But it's pretty cool. Like, no, it's, it is. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, that definitely lights me up. I think that there are things that don't light me up in my life right now and I'll be honest and you know it's it's challenging sometimes so but and you know I think when you juggle a lot of things all at the same time it's it's hard to feel lit up all the time but I think that's just reality I don't think all of us are always lit up and on and that's why we need to create that space for mental clarity Mm -hmm. and you know one of the things I find is that I feel like I'm not reading enough so it's I'm like, oh, I need to read, read more books, read, uh, listen to more audiobooks because I know that that lights me up. So right. I like when you ask this question because it makes me realize like, hey, what am I doing that's where I can feel more lit up? What, what can sure. I do to feel more lit up? Read more books. Yeah. Um, you know, take more walks. So it's good. It's a good Amazing. question. Amazing. Yeah. 
Why lie? There's another question because I can't forget to get your questions because that's a huge part of the show, obviously. Um, and especially since we spent so much time on journaling, um, I always pull the self-reflective questions of the guests, right? And the whole idea behind this is really everyone listening, whether you're physically journaling or, I mean, we're all journaling in some capacity. We're always thinking or reflecting. That could be through a walk, could be pen to paper, could be with an app. It doesn't matter. It's just taking some space to, to think. So I'd love to get some questions that either you guys ask yourself on a frequent basis or during you know big life-changing events, but just a few prompts that you know we can leave with the audience. Um, I feel like something I ask myself almost every day is, are you working on what you want out of life? And you know, I think it's so easy for our days to just pass us by like yeah autopilot yeah like i i have a job in real estate and it's great but like it's not my lifelong dream and you know every it's so hard if if you have that long day working in real estate to be like did you work on your dreams today though and uh taking care of yourself it's like did you enjoy your cup of coffee this morning did you do your exercise today did you call your mom like are you and just what i want in the future like in the next few years, I want to start a family and I want to get married and I hope to like start doing comedy or write a book. And, um, it's like, are you working towards those goals? Are you dating? Are you getting writing experience? Are you taking your comedy courses? Are you practicing and writing your comedy? Are you exercising every day? It's like constantly checking in to make sure that, you know, to both be enjoying my day to day and the moment, but to be, have recognition of the future. Eckhart, or not Eckhart. Eckhart Tolle, yeah. No, he says that, but it's um, Marcus Aurelius says, oh. uh, be mindful of the future, but not at the expense of the present moment. Yes. So it's like finding the balance between the two. But yeah. I am very self-reflective of making sure that I'm working towards what I want and not just, because I feel like you blink and it's been five years or it's been yeah. 10 years and you're like, oh my God, how, how did I get there? How did this happen? And I even where I want to be. So totally. I think I read that. I so I read Ryan uh, Holiday's Daily Stoic every oh, morning, which yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I read that page oh, like four days ago. One, yeah, so you, good. You can't live in the future either, but no, you can't. I don't think that you should just let your days dwindle by. Yeah, there's we all are here for a reason. So. Totally. Thank you. Those are great. And I have a I have a quote to add to that. Oh, let's do uh, it. By writer Carol, who wrote the Bullet Journal Method. He says. Often all it takes to live intentionally is to pause before you proceed. And I love that. Because uh-huh. we all need to pause. We really, really do. Uh, and it, on your note, Lauren, I have actually the same reflection. Uh, that is, I ask myself, am I accomplishing my short-term goals and moving in the right direction? Am I implementing things every day to get closer to what I want next year or the next year or the next year? You know, I'm, I'm 32 now. So, you know, and not to feel the pressure, but, you know, it's, you know, thinking about making a family one day and having kids. And so I've got all these people asking me these questions. Yeah. I'm, I don't mind people asking me that. It's just more so like I need to start asking myself those questions, right? Oh, you know, interesting. It's, sure. It's, you know, you can't live for what other people want for you. You just like ask yourself like, hey, like when do I want it? Or when do I foresee it? Do I feel the urge right now? Like these are all questions we all need to ask ourselves. And so there's that piece. And on a day-to-day basis, I ask myself, 
am I creating enough space, especially in my calendar, for downtime or me time? And yeah. and also for time for a sense of connection. Am I spending enough time with my family, with my boyfriend? Like all these things are important, my friends. And another thing is sometimes I feel, okay, I feel a little anxious. I'm like, oh, well, or I feel a little bit worked, too, like, too worked up. And I'm like, okay, so what am I lacking? It's usually lacking a sense of connection. And that moment I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should call Lauren, call, call another girlfriend and, or a, another group of friends and find time to get together mm-hmm. because that brings like, oh, it just clears my eye and makes me so happy. That is, a gym does that for me too, going yeah. to exercising, but yeah, it's good to check in and be like, hey, like when's the last time I hung out with my group of friends? And again, back to my whole uh, chat about laughter like when's the last time I had that amazing deep conversation when's the last time I laughed so hard I couldn't breathe like these are things that I ask myself I really like that yeah I I feel like relationships and experiences have been a real big core theme of our conversation in general it's so it's so powerful right like that's really what we're what we're living for so yeah. it's amazing. I, I mean, A, I want to thank you uh, personally for taking the time to have the conversation, but then obviously from everyone listening, um, a huge thanks and just a huge acknowledgement for the work that you're both doing and putting, like, you know, running a podcast is not the easiest thing. It takes a lot of time and effort and dedication. Um, and you're doing it for such a beautiful reason to help people, like people all around the world, you know, live a little bit more. Uh, intentionally, which I love. So thank you for doing that. Well, thank you so much. There really is some great synergy between the two of us. Yeah. You really focus on the importance of mental fitness and self-reflection. And that is a key component of this lifestyle. It is you need to implement that into your day-to-day in order to figure out what is your ideal life and uh, how you should design your everyday so that you are moving in the right direction and you do feel full fulfillment in your life full joy like that's what everybody is seeking so yeah yeah thank you yeah Yeah. so thank you and and i should add that uh we interviewed you on mental minimalism yes it's really really exciting and uh we hope to interview you again so we we really enjoyed the conversation so i really appreciate it yeah thank you so much for having so relaxed it's so yeah it's such a natural conversation with you always so Oh, that that makes me smile. (laughs) So nice. All right, you made it to the end of the show. Thank you so much for your attention. If you enjoyed this chat with Lauren and Kelly, please drop us a review wherever you're listening and make sure to subscribe to their podcast as well. Millennial Minimalist, it's awesome. There's so many great conversations there and... Um, Make sure to screenshot, share with your friends. We appreciate all of that. Thank you so much. And as always, have the best day yet.